0: This episode is sponsored by Free Market Kids. Join the league of families who are transforming family time into unforgettable Bitcoin learning experiences. With our HODL UP Bitcoin mining board game, you're not just playing. You're building bridges, creating memories, and unlocking the brilliance of the future one block at a time. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Orange Hatter. Today, you're listening to a conversation I had with Toshi. Welcome to Orange Hatter, Toshi. It is so amazing to have you here. I cannot wait to dive into all the stuff that you're doing across Africa and especially for women. But we'll just start really quickly with your background. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, Sally.
1: Thank you for putting this together. Thank you for having me on board. So my name is Tochi Tochi Onya. I am Nigerian. So I'm from the eastern part of Nigeria. So we We are from um, from a certain tribe called the Igbo tribe. Yeah, so because Nigeria is, you know, divided into, you know, different ethnic groups, different tribes. And, you know, we have over 503 languages spoken in Nigeria. Yeah, I've been in the Bitcoin space for approximately three years. Yeah, two to three years, right? I haven't been so long in this space, but Since I, you know, got convicted, I just went head on into Bitcoin. So far, I've worked for different Bitcoin companies and a couple of Bitcoin projects here in Nigeria. When I first left uni, in after my university, I, I started working for Paxful in Nigeria. Paxful is a Bitcoin company and we had an education center here in Nigeria, in Abuja, Nigeria, where we usually host educational activities, seminars, workshops, and meetups for for young Nigerians who are looking for, uh, who are trying to understand what Bitcoin is all about and the potential of Bitcoin to the Nigerian youth and the economy of Nigeria and Africa. So I got on board and Pactful and started working as a Bitcoin educator, where we, my team and I, we were able to impact over 3,500 young Nigerians across different states in, in the country. And um, although I've left Paxful, I'm currently with no ones, Noons, and it is spelled N-O-O-N-E-S. So Nunes is the first Bitcoin messenger app and a P2P Bitcoin marketplace where you can come on board and, you know, interact with other Bitcoiners, buy and sell your Bitcoin. So currently with Noons, I do, I'm still a associate for education and training where I'm educating and onboarding users actively on Bitcoin, you know, basically spreading the good news of Bitcoin and orange peeing as many people as possible. So yeah, so far, I'll say I've actively been a Bitcoiner since I left my university. And
0: here I am now. So it sounds like you're in your maybe early 20s. Is that correct? I am 25. 25. Okay. So can you for the people who are not familiar with what life is like in Nigeria, can you give us a quick overview of, especially when it comes to money, of what's going on in Nigeria?
1: Uh, wow, it's it's really not been very smooth, you know, especially, you know, early this year, we had what we call the cash crunch. So last year, um, towards the ending of last year, the Central Bank of Nigeria decided that they wanted to redesigned the old Naira notes, particularly the 200 Naira notes, 500 Naira notes, and the 1,000 Naira notes. So according to them, in the, you know, constitution that the currency is supposed to be redesigned every 8 to 12 years, and it has not been, it hadn't been done in a really long time. and so they wanted to embark on that journey to redesign those particular um, Naira notes, and so the process wasn't a very smooth process because the CBN, CBN is Central Bank of Nigeria. So the CBN gave a particular deadline for the circulation of that old Naira notes design because they wanted it to be out of circulation. Hence, the banks should stop giving out that money, that particular old Naira design to the people. And whenever people come in to deposit the ordinary note, it should remain with the bank without it going back into circulation again. but this wasn't the case; it kept the ordinary notes kept circulating and circulating, and then the deadline kept you know approaching and the you know the central bank gave like um, an ultimatum that once it gets to this particular date, that ordinary note becomes invalid, it's no longer a legal tender so it's kind of like gave an uprising, especially when we got to the deadline and, you know, CB and the central bank was like, oh, yeah, we've gotten to the deadline. Nothing's going to happen. And so we see lots of people at ATM points have performing long queues just to be able to get, have access to the newly designed notes, And because, of course, the newly designed notes wasn't already in circulation. In fact, I would say it was... On a scale of one to ten, I would say like just two over ten of that of the new design of the Naira notes was already in circulation. So it was crazy. In the whole 36 states of Nigeria, not a lot of people had access to the new to the new design of the Naira Notes. Hence, people were beginning to form long queues at different ATM points, at different banks. People were forming long queues for hours. Some people would stay for more than 12 hours just to be able to have access to the newly designed area. And you know, at some point, I had to make trips to several locations you know, to see what really is happening. And I think I should still have some of the videos. I don't know. So I started making videos so that people would see what really is happening. And it was crazy and it was devastating. You'd see people would come out as early as 6 a.m., just to be able to withdraw their own money. And at the end of the day, they would not even be able to have access to the money because, at the end of the day, you see the ATM machine, would, the ATM would stop dispensing cash. And you see these people who have left their house since 6 a.m. stranded with no money at all. So it was really, really devastating. There was no money. People, for the first time in Nigeria, people didn't have fiat to buy and sell or to make payments for stock because for a long time, Nigeria cash is king in Nigeria a lot of people still use cash to buy things to make payments and you know all of that stuff so cash is still king in Nigeria so it was really devastating for business owners for families and and all of that so thinking about how the whole financial ecosystem has been you'll see that there's a whole level of control, you know. The central bank, or oh, I would say, a certain a certain group of people have so much control about money. Now, I was going somewhere, so I stopped to get a cab, and I saw this man. He was kind of like in his mid forties or early fifties, and he was really devastated. He was just standing there, and he was he looked really helpless, and he was just telling the other guy that he came out to withdraw five thousand naira, and five thousand naira is actually less than ten dollars if you see how crazy that is so he just came out to withdraw less than ten dollars just so him and his family can have something to eat for the day and he wasn't able to do that so he, he didn't even know what what to do he didn't know how to go home or what to tell his children or family about you know their feeding and sustenance so he was just day devastated and and i was just thinking it's not like this man doesn't have money he probably does have money in his bank account but here he is stranded because he cannot access his money because of the whole the whole process of redesigning error and all of that so you know at some point i began to see why there is an urgent need for things like something like bitcoin now, had it been there was a situation where um, we had this mass adoption of Bitcoin or we we're already in the face of hyper in Nigeria, of course, people wouldn't be so devastated as they were during that cash crunch, of course, because Bitcoin is free, it's decentralized, everybody can have access to There's no, There's no form of um, huge centralized control with Bitcoin. Everybody is free and fair for everybody. And I'm sure if, if people knew about Bitcoin, knew that they could actually receive money um, with bitcoin and go go out to buy food go to the restaurants to buy food pay for their cabs and all of that people wouldn't be so devastated in this kind of situation and so i began to see that bitcoin is it's not just a fancy technology for we in nigeria it's it's a real life solution because there is a need for people to see what they can do with Bitcoin and see how they can escape the current realities that we are seeing here in Nigeria and how Bitcoin can help help them escape these this harsh reality. But you know, eventually the whole situation calmed down and the CBN reversed reversed its decision with the cash crunch. And so just things gradually came back to normal. But then the problem is still there. You know, the fact that CBN reverse reversed its its decision doesn't mean that the problem has disappeared. As a matter of fact, the problem is still there and it needs to be addressed as urgently as possible. So yeah, you know, what I what I do is to orange peel and you know educate as many people as possible about Bitcoin. So if I go to a restaurant, I talk to them about Bitcoin. Oh hi, do you can I make payments for my food with Bitcoin, all oh, of that, you know, just to make people Realize that Bitcoin is actually money. Bitcoin is beyond a speculation. So Bitcoin is basically money. As mo- as much as they can use the Naira for their transactions, you can as well use Bitcoin for your daily activities and your lifestyle. Basically, so so yeah. So far, that's that's it. In that
0: that's basically the ecosystem. The financial ecosystem in Nigeria so far. So if Nigeria is Mostly handling cash, do you find that it's difficult to convince them that something digital can also be money?
1: I would, I wouldn't say it's difficult to convince them that something digital can also be money because um you know, Nigeria is already working towards being, getting its own CBDCs. We call it, they call it E-Nera, right? And of course they know that it's a digital version of the nera And Nigerians are very, I would say, quite familiar with cryptocurrency, so. They already know about cryptocurrency and they know about virtual transactions. So I wouldn't say that it will be difficult convincing people about digital payments or about Bitcoin. Now, the only problem, you know, from my experience as an educator is people's concern about the volatility of Bitcoin. You know, that's just where the major concern is for business owners. You know, I've tried to arrange a couple of business owners and they're like, okay, say a barber for instance, so someone comes into the barber shop to cut his hair, and let's say the bill for cutting the hair is let's say $10, right, and then the barber sends his wallet address to his clients to pay the money, and then, you know, let's say the barber didn't spend that money that day, and he had to wait till the next day, and then he probably comes in the next day, and then he sees that the amount in his wallet has you know gone down by let's say 0.5 percent i'm sure nigerians would get frantic they'll be like oh what has happened to my money where is my money where did it go to and all of that so that is usually i would say it's that's what makes it difficult in my experience you know orange peeling people especially business people because i feel like i believe that if we're to orange peel as many business people as possible. Now, when I mean business, business people, I, I mean Nigeria has a lot of small business owners. As a matter of fact, the last time I checked, we have Nigeria has over 50,0 small businesses, right? And all of these businesses, of course, they make transactions, they send and receive money, they buy and sell all of that. So if we are able to orange peel as many small business owners as possible, making them see that yeah, you can receive you can receive payments in Bitcoin and you can as well make payments in Bitcoin such that they can have that the Bitcoin logo on their shops and so that people can see that oh yeah Bitcoin is accepted here. I believe it'll be it'll be like a strong turning point towards the adoption of of Bitcoin in, in Nigeria.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's one of the that sort of questions on the top of the list when I talk to people who are not Bitcoiners yet is, well, OK, I buy Bitcoin and then what? Like, how do I spend it? And of course, that comes down to how many businesses accept Bitcoin in exchange for their goods and services. Can you go into, I'm just really curious. So you're obviously very passionate about Bitcoin and you mentioned that there's a cash crunch. But what what was life like for you growing up in Nigeria when it comes to the handling of money, whether it's through just hearing your family and friends talk about money or do you guys experience like a lot of inflation crunch? Or, I mean, just help our audience understand a little bit about like what it's like to grow up in Nigeria.
1: Um. Interesting question. So, I would say Nigeria has Nigeria has this. I think the major problem in Nigeria right now, when it comes to finance, when it comes to money, is the level of inflation. It's crazy how what what we are seeing now with inflation. In fact, I think we are currently in a stage of hyperinflation in in Nigeria because you know, growing up, of course. Okay, let's look at the exchange rate, for instance. Currently. The exchange rate between, between Naira and the dollar, as at today, is nine hundred and four Naira for one dollar. And previously, it wasn't so. Like we've had at some point, we were having hundred Naira to one dollar. But now, from hundred Naira to one dollar, we are now having nine hundred and four Naira to one dollar. And you know, Nigeria is an it's an economy that depends that highly depends on importation right, we are always in, importing a lot of things. 80% of consumption in Nigeria is imported. Imported meaning, meaning that we have to spend dollars to import these things and export is really, the ratio of export we have in Nigeria is very minimal to so help us curb you know, or balance the exchange rate. Now that's it for that. You know, by I always hear people talk about how the exchange rate between naira and dollar just keeps getting bad. And, you know, while why, like, you know, kept, you know, when I started understanding things, you know, it, it began to make sense to me how, you know, the, the whole exchange rate has started affecting even the standard of living for people in Nigeria.
0: Thanks for joining us today and learning with us today. If the discussion with our guests resonated with you and you would like to dive deeper into the world of Bitcoin, don't miss out on joining the Orange Hatter Women's Reading Club. The meetup link is in the show notes. Also, if there are women in your life whom you think would both enjoy and benefit from learning more about Bitcoin, please share Orange Hatter with them. Until next time, bye!